Today's podcast is presented to you by Pastor Shelley Swan of Faith Christian Family Church in Lubbock, Texas. For more information, please visit faithchurchlubbock.com. If you did not get the ushers, um, as soon as they finish, they're going to have the extra handout sheets. If you did not get one, when you see the ushers coming back down the aisle, if you'll just raise your hand up. Um, Why do I give you this? Because so you can write it down. You may not be this personality style. We've already gone. What did we do the first week? Do you all remember? What's the majority of people? S. Then last week we covered the C. Tonight we're going to do the I. This may not be you, but I can guarantee you it's someone that either you live with or you work with or someone else in your family. Maybe one of your children. And it will help you to understand it. And if you'll write it down, you'll have this with you so that you can take it with you. And maybe when you bump into someone and you're like, why do they act that way? You can read, oh, they must be an I because this is what they're doing. All right. So our ushers are going to have these. Um, If you'll raise up your hand, if you did not get one, Ernest is going to give that to you. Remember that the first week, if you were here, how many of y'all took the basic personality test the first week? Raise your hand up. I ran off some more copies. Do not take another one, okay? If you don't come up and get one. But if you miss the first week, I have some extra ones up here. But remember, you can't overthink the test. That's some of your problem is you want to figure it all out, Okay. You have to take it and you have to think about, am I taking this at with the setting of home or the setting of work or somewhere else? Because you act a lot different in both places, right? Okay, so you have to think about, okay, I'm going to take it for my home setting is how we took it because that's, that's what we're doing. If I was your boss, I would say, here, take this in the work setting, how you act at work. If you want more information, I am really, I've had to condense what, I I could speak on this for months. I've had to condense it down. You can buy the full personality test that's a lot more accurate for $12. That's, you can't buy it that cheap. We got a bulk discount and it has all the blends of the personality styles. Probably none of you are a pure D, I, S, or C. You have one of the other ones as your secondary. Some of you may have three of them. And so this tells you about it. I'm not making any money off of it. It's to help you. It's a good tool for you to have. All right. Y'all ready to go? All right. Let me pray. Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus. Lord, we ask that you open up our hearts, God, to your word, Father, to be able to love each other, Lord, in the best way that we can, God, and understand each other, Lord. And we just thank you, God, for the gift of people in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. We're going to have a PowerPoint up here. Pastor Oscar guaranteed me it was all working, so it's all going to be great. We're going to review really fast, okay? Those of you that have been here every week, this sh- you should, like, have it memorized. God's greatest gifts are people. people and relationships, okay? By understanding ourselves, we can maximize our strengths, minimize our weaknesses, and we all have weaknesses, Also, we'll be able to understand others better and improve our relationships with all kinds of people. Our theme scripture, remember, is John 13, verses 34 and 35. 
Jesus said, a new command I give you. So this was different from the Old Testament. This was a new command. We're New Testament Christians, so this is our command. Straight from the mouth of Jesus. He said, love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. So when you can get along with all kinds of people that have all kinds of different personalities, guess what you're showing the world? The love of Jesus. When you can be at Walmart and you can appreciate that that clerk is very detailed and is not hurrying through, she's taking her time and being very detailed on that, you can appreciate that. When you understand that and you um, love her, you're showing the love of Jesus. So that's why we study this. There's four contributing factors. This is still on the top of your paper to your behavioral style. Okay, first one is heredity and genetics, how God made us. The, the scriptures say, I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. God's the one that formed us. He knew us. He made us just exactly the way he wanted to. Okay, second way that you're shaped is by the role models that were in your life, generally up to the age of 12. You know, they say that, that children are like sponges, especially those early, early years, two, three, four. Man, they are taking everything in. They may not even be able to verbalize all of it, but they're taking it in. And up until about the age of 12, the everything, every person that's in front of them, they're taking that in. That's why it's so, why it's so important to bring them to church. Where they're sitting in their classes. Sunday I looked and, and they were carrying out, I think it was a three-year-old, had a little donkey. Did y'all do that in your class too? In the fours and fives. They had a little donkey with little clothespin legs. And they learned about how Jesus rode into the town on Palm Sunday. That's so important. They're learning that. So put godly role models in front of them. The third way you're shaped is by your experiences, generally after the age of eight, because that's about when your memories start forming. You may have a few before then, but generally experiences. So even though God has made you in a certain way, role modeling and experiences can change that. And if you've been through traumatic things, that changes you a little bit. If you've had a very strong sibling or parent in your life, that changes you and shapes you. But thank God for number four, the Holy Spirit living in us and helping us. He can help us overcome any bad thing that we had in our past. Can you say amen? Amen. And then... A few more things before we get into it tonight. People with similar styles tend to exhibit behaviors in ways common to that style. We have four common styles we talked about. The D, the I, the S, and the C. People have different styles in different places, such as home, office, friends, church, and community. You act a little bit different, okay, I act a little bit different at home than I do when I'm up here. I can tell you this man acts really different. When he gets home, he is chill. Don't turn on the lights. He just chills out at home. Okay? He is the S personality. Now, he's not like that here. 
Sunday morning, I was not. I was the calm one Sunday morning, okay? Because he acts different in this role that he has as the pastor. All right, the next one, people are different, but they are what? Predictably different. That means that we can predict how each one of these personality styles is going to act. There are no good or bad personality styles, okay? Even though some, maybe you may think, oh, that's more fun. I want to be that. You don't get to choose, all right? And you're good just the way you are. There's no good. There's no bad. You can't change the way God made you. He has made you exactly the way he wanted to, and he loves you the way you are. Thank God. Psalm 139.14, one of our other theme scriptures. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. We are the workmanship of God. He's made us beautiful and wonderful. So whatever your personality style is, thank God. Amen. He's made you that way. All right. So the S personality, and you should already have this. I'm not going to spend a lot of time. You're going to have to write really fast if you don't have it. Go ahead and go to that next screen. It's got all of the different things that the S is. This is 69% of the population. Those of you that have been here the past two weeks, you already have this. Okay? 69% of the population is the S, which are, they are stable, steady, and secure. They're good listeners, team players, predictable, loyal, sympathetic. They resist change. They like things the way they are. Don't rock the boat if you're an S. Okay? They don't like a lot of confrontation. Their greatest fear, loss of security. They like security. They like everything to stay the same. Okay? Don't pull the rug out from under them. All right? Because they don't like that. Also can be called the phlegmatic personality or a golden retriever if you, so they have animal um, terms to describe personalities. And the S personality loves security. Okay, the, uh, the C personality, what we studied last week, 17% of the population are C personalities. They are correct. They are controlled. They are compliant. When you see the word compliant, someone asked me last week, they're like, my wife's not very compliant. I don't mean compliant like, oh, do whatever you want. I mean that a C personality, they are compliant to the rules. They are rule followers. If someone, if they read on the wall, no drinks allowed, then they will follow that generally. Okay, if they read somewhere, whatever the rules are, only five people in the jumper at a time, they will be enforcing the rule. Five kids in the jumper at a time. Okay, that's what the compliant means. All right. They are accurate, analytical, perfectionistic, conscientious, careful, precise, and thorough. Also called... The melancholy personality, they could be described as the beaver. Their greatest fear is criticism, criticizing their work because they've worked so hard on it. All right? And they love systems. 
they love to get a system for whatever it is. Let's get a system and let's make it work this way. Two sides of the C personality, though. You have the side that's very um, number-oriented, the very perfectionistic. Okay, they love tasks. You also have the very creative side of the C, which is most of your artists, your um, musicians, singers mostly, okay, are that creative side of the C. All right, tonight we're going to talk about the I personality, also called sanguine or the otter. How many of y'all love, have you ever been to SeaWorld and the little otter in the show usually is the star of the show. He's so happy and everybody's like, oh, look at the little otter. He's so cute and he loves it all. The, he wants everybody to look at him. That's who we're talking about tonight. All of you that are eyes, okay? The strengths of an eye. They are fun-loving. They love to have fun. They are inspiring. They inspire people. They're enthusiastic. Give them, a, give them something to do. Yes, they're all gung-ho for it. They're emotional. Which can be a really good thing. Something comes on the Hallmark commercial, they'll be the ones crying. Oh, look at that. And honey, did you see that car? That's so romantic. They're very emotional. Okay? Um, They're optimistic. They see the good in a lot of things. Optimistic. Like Cinderella. When Cinderella was being treated bad and, you know, her evil stepmother and her stepsisters, she still was there singing with the birds and optimistic. Everything's going to turn out okay. Um, They're good communicators. I personalities are good communicators. Very verbal. That means so they, they use words well. They get their point across well. They enjoy life. What a great thing. They enjoy life. They are spontaneous. Spur of the moment. They're the ones that are like, pull up at your house and say, come on, let's go have fun. We're going out to the lake today. If you're a C personality, you're like, wait, we did not make the plan. I need to make a list of everything that we need. And the eye's like, no, 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 just drop everything and let's go have fun. They're spontaneous. They're talkative. They like to talk. They need to talk. They want to talk. And they are warm people. You know how some people are cold? In fact, if you are the C personality, this is a very good thing that you could strive for. Because C's can be taken as very cold. Socially. Personally. But the eye is very warm. People are drawn to them. They're attracted to them. People like to be around them. These are all the good things. Isn't it fun to be the eye? Now we're going to look at the weaknesses. Remember, any strength overused can become a weakness. Even though these are good things, if you go too far over, it's another ditch. All right? Here's the weaknesses. Nobody shoot me tonight. None of you eyes. Ready? They are disorganized. In other words, they're not detail-oriented. 
I put disorganized slash not detail oriented. Do not give an eye to many details. In fact, if you send them an email with just the whole page full, they can't, they, they can't stay focused long enough to read it. You have to do bullet points, okay, for an eye. They are unrealistic, okay? They are unrealistic. Oh, here's a good one. Exaggerates. The eye exaggerates. When they tell a story, it is a big, grand story. I have a brother-in-law who's an eye, who happens to be a pastor. And sometimes he would get up when we were in his church for 20 years, and he would be telling a story, and I'd be like, wait, that's not exactly how that story went. Because the C part of me wants to get every detail right. But an I, you know, it's just close enough, you know. Let's make it sound better. So they have a tendency to exaggerate things. Okay? They are impulsive. Okay? Notice, now, the um, spontaneous was good. But when you're impulsive and you can't control your impulsiveness, you're at the mall and there's that, those, that new pair of shoes. Oh, I want those. And go and swipe that card. Not thinking, my electric bill's due tomorrow. But I have cute shoes. Okay, that's what the eye would say. They are easily distracted. Easily distracted. Squirrel, squirrel, squirrel. <laughs> they, they don't stay on task very well. Compromises easily. Compromises easily. I'm so sorry. I have to tell you these things. They are the ones that their friends, they've made the decision, I'm not going to, you know, I can go out and I'm not going to drink. I'm just going to go out and I'm not, and their friend, you know, here, let me buy you one. Okay, let's just have fun. Okay, they compromise easily. They're insecure. They are insecure. Insensitive. They don't even realize about other people because it's all about them most of the time. They are undependable slash undisciplined. Undependable slash undisciplined. So I wouldn't assign a big job to them and not check up on them. Okay? Their follow-through is probably not going to be the best because they just want to have fun. They, don't, they have great vision, but they don't have a lot of follow-through. Okay, and the last uh, weakness we're going to list is led by emotions. Led by emotions. So if they're feeling happy, yeah, it's a good day. But if they're a little depressed, it's a terrible day. They're very much like this on their emotions, led by their emotions. So those are the weaknesses. All right. Basic tendencies of the eye. They are fast-paced and people-oriented. That's a good thing. They're fast-paced. Don't go too slow for an eye. They need to move fast. And they love people. In communication, if you, in, a, in communication with an eye, they are positive, inspiring, and persuasive. 
They're positive, inspiring, and persuasive. So guess what most public speakers are? They're the I because they love to be on the stage. They are, they love, I mean, most salespeople. If you find a really good car salesman, they're probably an I because they're persuasive. You go in and they're like, yeah, we can get you in that. You're going to look so good in that car. Oh, man, you're going you're gonna to like that new dress. Look how hot you look in that. They can sell because they're very persuasive with their speech. The greatest fear, greatest fears of the eye, rejection. They do not like to be rejected and loss of social approval. Greatest fears are rejection and loss of social approval. They really need approval from people. In fact, that motivates a lot of what they do is they're trying to just win approval from people. Tell me you like me. Tell me that you, they're going to need a lot of verbal approval from you. Some of you are shaking your head yes because you know someone like this or you are this. They need that, okay? And when you reject an I personality, that's, the, that's that hot button. Remember we talked about each one of these? Their greatest fear, that's the thing you should stay away from. Now that you have knowledge of it, do not do this to an I Because you will hurt them and wound them deeply. Under pressure, the I personality will attack emotionally. They'll attack emotionally, but may avoid public confrontation. So they're not the greatest at confronting, but they're going to react emotionally. If you go to talk to them, And you get emotional, guess what? It's going to turn into a really emotional conversation because they can be very emotional people. All right? In decision-making, next one. In decision-making, the I personality is impulsive. Usually, whether it feels right is how they make their decision. Not so much logic. Not so much what it says on the paper, weighing pros and cons. It's just impulsive. Yeah, let's do that. They make quick decisions because remember, they're quick paced. This could be a very, very much a bad thing when you jump out there with your emotions and make decisions. The greatest needs of the I personality. So all the people in your life that are this, this is what they need. Fun activities. And those of you that are homebodies and you don't go like to do anything, you, okay, are going to really disappoint them. They need to do things. They need fun activities. They need social recognition. They're the people that need you to say, oh, man, you did such a good job. You look nice today. I like those new shoes. They need that from you. And freedom from details. (laughs) if you give an eye personality too many details, you're going to put them over the edge. They can't deal with too many details. A little bit at a time. And those of us that are extremely detailed, we like our lists. 
You have to give it to them in small increments, okay? You can't give them too many at one time or you lose them. How does the I personality recharge themselves? How do they, they build themselves up again? Social time. Of course, because they are people-oriented. They love to be around people. Where the C personality, it wears them out. They recharge by being by themselves. The I personality needs to be with people. After a big group activity, they're like, oh, I'm so recharged. I love this. And the C is just like, oh, my gosh, let me just get away from everyone. I just need to be by myself. Let me go hide in my bedroom. Okay? Can you see the differences? And guess what? God usually puts opposite personalities together. So you have to learn to love and appreciate each other how God made them. And, you know, we have to compromise sometimes, not in a bad way. We have to get along with other people. And we can't, you know, I love the Apostle Paul. He said, I become all things to all people that I might win some. If we just always insist on our own way, well, this is the way it is because it's the way that I see it and the way that I do things. If we're like that, we are completely turning people off from God. And they're what, you know, a lot of the people in the world, they'll look at you and say, they're a hypocrite. And that's probably one of the biggest indictments against the church today. Because people are not loving like Christ loves. See, Christ loved everyone. Even though he called it like it was sometimes. He dealt with sin. He, remember when he went in the temple and he didn't like what they were doing? He did get a little emotional. He started throwing those tables over and telling them to get out of his father's house, all the money changers. But yet, when he, I mean, he didn't do it in an ugly way. Then when he confronted sinners, he did it lovingly, not shaking his finger at them. He loved and appreciated all people, same as we should do. Okay, we can love anyone, no matter what their personality. We never know what they've been through that has shaped them that way. So let God's love go through you. Key scriptures for I personalities. Ooh, this is a good one. Psalm 46.10. Be still and know that I am God. An I doesn't like to be still. They're always jumping around. They need a lot of activity. My little grandson is an I. And sometimes he comes over (laughs) and Poppy tells him, Cade, we're going to play the quiet game. (laughs) He's like, we're going to play the quiet game. And Cade's like, yeah, but, but Poppy, let me tell you this one more story. And, you know, when he's at your house, it's probably not going to be calm. It's probably not going to be just real quiet because he needs a lot of activity. What a great scripture if you're an I personality. These are things to memorize for yourself. Second one, Proverbs 19, verse 20. Listen to advice and accept discipline. And at the end, you will be counted among the wise. I personalities are usually talking so much that they're not listening. And we need to learn to listen, especially to our father's voice. That's why we discipline our children, 
So they'll listen to our voice because one day we want them to listen to God's voice. That's why we discipline them. And so if you're an I, you need to discipline yourself to be able to listen to wise instruction from our Heavenly Father and from people he puts in your life. 1 Corinthians 14.40 But be sure that everything is done properly and in order. Not just fast. Not just the fastest way. Not just most the fun way. Okay, the most fun way. But make sure it's done properly and in order. Psalm 19.14. This is one of my life verses. I memorized it years ago. Psalm 19.14. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. I speak that out over myself. Because an I personality, if you have I in you, your mouth gets ahead of your brain a lot of the time. And we can uh, offend people. We can make ourselves look bad. And we can make God look bad. And so, praying this, may the words of my mouth, this could be for any personality style, and the meditation of my heart be pleasing to you, God. Pray that over yourself. The last one, Galatians 5.16. So I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. If the I personality is led by their emotions, by wanting to be the center of attention, by wanting people's approval, sometimes that will lead you astray to that sinful nature. But instead, let the Holy Spirit come and fill you. Just like we sang tonight. Let him fill you. Okay? Last thing. Personal growth areas. If you are the I personality, you know the, where these, who these people are. Look for the people that are out like the circus ringleader. Look for the people that need to be the center of attention. When, you know, there's a party going on. The I personality, when they walk in, they're like, okay, the party can begin because I'm here. They are the fun of life, and that's really good. can be very good. But there are things that the I personality needs to work on just like the others. First one, weigh pros and cons before making a decision. Be less impulsive. Remember, I personalities... They're fast, and they're emotional, and a lot of times they make those quick decisions. Don't do that. You need to slow down. Look at the pros and the cons. And listen, if you don't know them, if you're an I and you can't really identify them because you can't concentrate long enough, have someone help you. Your spouse, a good friend, a pastor, have them help you, especially if you're making a big decision like moving or getting married, something like that. Maybe write it down. Pros to this, cons to this, so you can see them. Be less impulsive. And sometimes it takes time to wait on the Lord and hear from Him and get His mind on a situation. Second personal growth area, exercise control over your actions, words, and emotions. Exercise control over your actions, 
words and emotions. And again, a lot of that's going to come from the Holy Spirit helping you. Because if it's only up to you by yourself, you're probably going to fail. But the Holy Spirit, one of the names of the Holy Spirit is Helper. And he will come alongside you and help you. And he'll help you to grow in these areas. So you can exercise control over your actions, words, and emotions. Third thing, focus more on details and facts. Focus more on details and facts. Because guess what? You're going to be dealing with a lot of people that need more details from you. And it, it, you have to be able to do that in situations. If you're married to a C and you're an I personality, let me give you a little hint. Don't speak in generalities to them. Give them a lot of details. Okay? You've got to give them details or they're not going to understand what you're talking about. All right? And don't exaggerate. All right? Uh, next one. Remember to slow down your pace. Remember to slow down your pace for other family or team members. Slow down your pace for other family or team members. The S and the C personality which the majority of people are going to be, are the slower paced, okay? They're going to move slower. Don't leave them behind if you're an I personality. You slow down a little bit. Now, S's and C's, they need to to speed up a little bit to keep up. But you slow down and give them time to catch up, time to move along with you, okay? Talk less. Here's the next one. Talk less. Listen more. Sounds like a scripture I know. How's that go in James? Be swift to hear and slow to speak. So talk less. Listen more. I mean, some of you, if you're used to just talking, 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 you may have to like, Physically, like, put your hand up to your mouth or do something. And if you're the real quiet personality and you're married to an I, there may be times when you just have to say, Honey, can I talk? Can you be quiet for just a minute? Don't say it ugly. Because remember, they have a need to talk and it's natural and normal. That's what they do. But you may may need to say, Excuse me, I I need five minutes. Okay? And then you verbalize what you're feeling. And I, personalities, you need to listen, not be thinking, oh, let let me get my point in. Wait, wait. Listen to what they're saying. The last growth area, concentrate on following through with tasks. Because remember we said the I, personality, they're not very good at follow through. So concentrate on following through with tasks. You're going to have to really focus on that. Focus on following through. You can do it, okay? Because the Holy Spirit is in you. And he'll help you to follow through on things. 
All right, so we're going to fill in the last of our graph. We're going to fill in the I portion of the graph. 11% of the population are I personalities. 11%. I think it's on the next one. Try to go to the next screen, David. Let's see. Yep, there we go. All right, 11%. Remember the I is influencing. They are interactive. They're interested in people. They can also be called sanguine or otter. Okay, I'll come back to that. I put it in the wrong order. They are fun-loving, enthusiastic, emotional, can be disorganized, not detail-oriented, good communicator, involved with others. Those are the, the main characteristics of the I personality. Okay, the next one I believe should be what the, the name for them, sanguine, and also called the otter. The next one, they love people. The I loves people. And the last one, the greatest fear of the I is rejection. You reject them, and that's the deepest wound you could cause to an I. So while you have your graph out, I want to point out a couple of things. Notice the S and the C at the bottom. Okay, it said that these are the more passive personalities. Not all the time, but generally. The higher your S and C, the more passive you're going to be. Um, also, they're very process-oriented. The more S and C you have. These people down here that have the most S and C, these are the introverts of society. And you, how many of you know you have to treat introverts and extroverts differently? I have two grandchildren that are completely opposite personalities. If you deal with Taylor, I'm not saying now obedience, they have to obey. But we deal with Cade, and their parents deal with Cade a lot different than they deal with Taylor because one's an introvert, one's an extrovert. So the higher your D and I up here, those are your people persons, they're the extroverts of society. Okay, and then if you go over here to the right hand side, you can see the more I and S you have, the more people oriented you are. So it's the higher. Now, the lower your I and S, the less people oriented you are. So next week, we have one final quadrant left. That is the smallest portion of society. Notice I didn't do them in the D-I-S-C order. There was a reason for that. The reason is, is that the majority of you are going to identify with the S, then the C, then the I, and then finally the D. Okay? All of them are good. They're, they're very good. Now, if you miss one of the weeks, I do have the blank papers up here. 
I didn't fill it out for you. All right? Because you can get online to iTunes and you can listen to it. Or I do have the answer sheet up here, but you can't take my answer sheet. You're going to have to take a few minutes and fill it out for yourself if you would like to. There's the personality, the basic personality test up here, if you'd like that as well. You guys, make sure, invite people out to Easter Sunday. Easiest time of the year to invite someone. I made an event on Facebook today, this afternoon. How many of you saw that? Some of you already joined. If you'll join it, it shows up on your Facebook wall. Share it. Send it to people. Be shameless in inviting people for Easter Sunday. All right? And be praying. Pray that God will touch their hearts. We're going to have special music. We're going to have a drama. And Pastor Stormy is going to have a great message as usual. And pray that people's hearts will surrender to God. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus. Lord, thank you for um, just opening up, God, your word. How much you love people, God. You created us exactly the way that you wanted us to, God. And, And we will just... Um, cherish that, God. We'll cherish and love ourselves, God, because you love us. And from that love, God, we'll go out to this world and we'll love others, all the ones you've put us in relationship with, God. And we give you praise and glory tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to the podcast. For more information, visit faithchurchlubbock.com.